This is CliffCentral.com. Welcome back. This is the Gilmore Tea Vibe on Cliff Central. Please tell a friend, tell your grannies, tell your blessers, tell your boyfriends, your girlfriends to tune in. We are live on www.cliffcentral.com. Be a part of the conversation and make use of the hashtag GTWE Vibe and also tweet me at Gilmore TWE and of course at CliffCentral.com. For all things Zimbabwean, this is the show to listen to. So let's talk Zim. <laughs> Joining me this week in studio are Chipo Mawarede, who is a lighting designer and technician, and Mkini Nyoni, a social commentator, arts practitioner, and photographer. He's very controversial on social media. If you post anything, he's got something to say all the time. Mkini, welcome. <laughs> welcome. You always have something to say. Not always. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but you have an opinion all the time. Yes, I do. I'm a very opinionated person. Very opinionated person. Yeah. And Shipo, you literally attend almost all these fancy events in Zimbabwe because you are the one who does the lighting and all these fancy things we see on stage. Well, I have to. So you're the suitable person to talk to actually on this on this episode today because you have a lot of things that you see on stage happening. <laughs> Yeah, I really get to experience a lot. <laughs> All right. So we'll get back to you just now. So this past week in society, the Zimbabwe National Parks and Wildlife Management Authority, ZIMPARKS, on Monday captured a consignment of 200 kilograms of ivory worth over 1 million destined for Malaysia at the Robert Gabriel Mugabe International Airport. Amid reports that the illegal imports belonged to a top ZANU PF politician. This is according to the Newsday. Zimpak's spokesperson Tinashe Farao confirmed the development yesterday, saying the alleged loot was recovered with the help of other state securities and agencies. We recovered 200 kgs of ivory valued at more than 500,000 on the official market, he said. Wow, corruption is still going on. Mm. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. one million worth of ivory, though. You, how how do you even do that? It means everybody had a hand in that, or well, most of the people, rather. You know, it's funny because not so long ago there was a lot of ivory that Donald Trump was trying to buy from Zimbabwe, mm -hmm. and human rights and American law wouldn't let him buy it. Mm -hmm. So the thing that was supposed to happen is that ivory was supposed to be banned, uh -huh. and it's it's really funny when now. Someone's trying to smuggle it out of the country. But then we have a good relationship with Malaysia also as our government. So uh, that whole entire thing, was it not, was the government of Malaysia also not involved in that? To clear it, because you need to clear something before it comes into the country, no? Definitely. Maybe, maybe not the government as a whole, but some individuals and the, some high ranking individuals in the government, of course. But if it was happening, it means it, it has been happening before anyway. For a long time. Yeah. So why is it important for us to stop it now? Throw, throw the people. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not necessarily stopping it, but make, make, make people believe that something is happening. Ah, okay. <laughs> so we are make, we are made to believe that something is happening. Yeah. Who's making us to believe that something is happening? <laughs> the new guys in power. The new guys in power. The, not the so, new members. The not so new guys. <laughs> <in power. laughs> the almost to, new wine in the old bottles. The almost new. Sorry to say, last time the. Person we seem not to know, but we actually know. 
That's what you said last time. What did you say? I don't remember. The snake. Said. You said the snake. We we act like we don't know, but we actually know. <laughs> the devil. The devil. Yeah, that is, and they say the devil. You know, is better than the devil. We don't. We know this devil. <laughs> we just pretend we don't know the devil. <laughs> okay, <laughs> interesting. Moving right ahead. All, all the senior management of Zindef have been forced on forced leave. Can you have more information about that? Because we recently we just released this. Um, when we did the national budget, there was a statement that was released saying that 65-year-olds going upwards will be asked to leave their position. So do you think we're already starting to do that? No, no, no. We are not doing that. Actually, um, why that, that headline attracted my attention? Because I knew that... Um, the former minister of um, of higher education, Jonathan Moyo, yes, uh, Zimdev directly fell under his um, his ministry. Uh-huh. So, I believe what they are basically trying to do is to weed out all uh, Jonathan Moyo loyalists. In okay. So, so, so it, it, I believe it's a political um, cleansing of, of some sort. Yeah. But I thought maybe we we're progressing because we said we want sixty five year olds going up to just stop working and retire. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> but then. Why does it have to start at Zimdev? Maybe because that's the place that employs the oldest people. No, our government. Um, anyway, <laughs> Zimdev maybe. <laughs> maybe Zimdev. Swarilu would know more because he's got friends at Zimdev. Well, no, I don't have friends at Zimdev. Yeah, but then you play around with the 65-year-olds going up, no? Yeah, but, you know, 65-year-olds spiritually, not... <laughs> not... <laughs> but if we are talking of retiring 65-year-olds, why don't we start at the... In the presidium. Uh, okay. We said mm. that last week, actually. We touched on that, saying we ah. need to start there. So I think we're going too far from home. Charity begins at home, right, in many yeah. cases. Yeah. So mm-hmm. It should. It, it should begin at home. But, I mean, you lead by example. If mm-hmm. you are a good leader, you know, you lead by example. Mandela, after five years, was like, you know what? I'm, I'm stepping down. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, lead by example. I don't know who he showed that example to. But <laughs> 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 you know, but <laughs> so yeah, if you are a good leader, lead by example. You put down a president. We're gonna do this. Mm-hmm. You know, start there. Start closer to you, mm-hmm. so that people know. Okay, this is a serious thing we need to take up. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Mandela, but that's a story for another day. Yeah. yeah. Moving right, ahead, right along in politics, opposition. Opposition Zapu leader Domisa Domiso Dabengwa has dismissed speculative reports that he was on the verge of rejoining the ruling ZANU-PF party to re-deputize President Emerson Mnangagwa. Was he ever part of ZANU-PF? Yes. He was? Um, I believe a reluctant uh, member of ZANU-PF because okay. he was arrested by the Robert Mugabe government. Mm-hmm. He spent some time in Chikorubi uh, mm-hmm. for I guess for me, I belonging to, to Zapu. So, <laughs> so I, I, I don't believe he willingly became a member of Zambia. He, he, he had to compromise. So at some point, I guess he said, no, let me leave. Yeah. So then seeing that maybe he's refusing these speculations, do, is there any future for Zapu actually? Um, not, not really. <laughs> okay. Because um, politicians are politicians. Mm. The, the, the main core of, of Zapu remained in, in ZANU-PF mm-hmm. for obviously personal um, reasons and gains. So Dumiso Dabengwa left ZANU-PF basically on his own. So, <laughs> But you know, when, you, when you're like talking to people just on the streets, a lot of people are just crying for of not having someone from the southern region of, of Zimbabwe being in one of the higher positions. So do you, don't you think uh, if 
Duniso Dabengwa is put as the deputy or vice president. Uh, a lot of people still crying and uh, mourning about this lack of representation. But that was never going to happen because everything that happened, the coup that was not a coup, <laughs> and everything else, that was an entirely ZANU-PF project. Okay. So I don't see where people got this, um, these illusions that some outsiders might be included in a ZANU-PF project. Mm-hmm. And, and, and besides, ZAPO is like Zim said. You know, would love to see it be- come back, but the, the possibility is closed. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't want to see. It. We want, would love to see, it, but then ah, no, the possibility it, 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 it really has, it lo- it's lost its relevance long, oh, yeah. Yeah, long, yeah. long, long, long. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but then in all that, I respect Davengwa mm-hmm. because with everything, all the politics that happened in the past month, mm-hmm. you you'd expect everyone to want to get gains from it, but then he's tending to say. No, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to to get the gains that other people worked for. Yeah, he is refusing to be a charity case, and that for me, it's a winner. But, but uh-huh. was it was he offered the vice president? Well, that's <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, that, that's also that's another a good issue. Question. <laughs> was he had to be offered the vice president for him to turn it down? Mm-hmm. So, so I don't believe he was offered. So maybe speculations that possibly, possibly be maybe because people were saying Morgan Tsvangirai is going to come in as prime minister. Uh, so, so it was really me because people believed the coup was a Zimbabwean project. Mm-hmm. When it was actually a Zanu PF, <laughs> so, so, so we, we believed it was ours, so we started affo- appointing people to positions. All right, mm-hmm. all right. <laughs> Interesting. But talking about Morgan Swangira and his movement of democratic change, look at the confusion that's happening right now. Apparently, they went to they went to the US or something. Yes, and they asked for the sanctions to be extended on Zimbabweans. Is that even true? Or those are speculations again? It's, it's true. Um, but that, of course, we are going to pick on that just particular point because yeah, that, yeah. that's that's the topical thing. Yes. But I, I, I believe their visit to America was very ill-timed and mm. because who, who are they representing when they're going there? Uh-huh. I, I mean, who are they? I think <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, they're representing the remaining MTC supporters. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have MTC supporters anymore. Who will be getting t-shirts next year and respect. if they do rallies and stuff. Yeah, at the moment we don't, we don't have... Um, mm. A lot of MTC supporters because a, a lot of them joined ZANPF uh, <laughs> <You know. laughs> during, during the coup. Well, yeah. if, if you want to be an MTC supporter, which MTC? Like, because there are so many we of don't them. we don't even know. We've lost count how many they are. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost count. That's, that's called democracy. <laughs> no, they just the too, they're too confused. You know, the, the guys are too confused. Mm. Oh wow. Yeah. All right, moving right along. In entertainment, according to the Herald, when Oliver Mtukuzi's former publicist Shepard Mutamba reviewed the dark side of his former employer in his book Tuku Backstage, many critics uh, treated it as a case of sour grapes. Among other things, Mutamba exposed how Mtukuzi mistreated his band members and deprived them of their Jews. Uh, recently, VR left the Black Spirits last week citing poor remuneration and unfavorable working conditions he worked with Tuku since 2012 and was one of the key members of the group. Apparently Oliver Mtuku has lost quite a few members and they're all complaining about the same thing. Um, I believe what Shepard Mutamba did was unethical um, because mm-hmm. if you are someone's publicist, mm-hmm. that person takes you into their confidence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you cannot turn around and say you're publishing a book of that person's life. So really 
personally, I would dismiss anything that comes from uh, Shepard Mutamba as because that's like a breach of contract. It is a breach of contract. Maybe they didn't have contracts. Zimbabweans were not too big on contracts. <laughs> no, but we are very educated people, right? But, but, we're, but we're then not we don't big sign on contracts. Contract. We don't sign contracts. But even if it's not written down, mm-hmm. you you should know that a person, if you are someone's publicist, they mm-hmm. they share with you sensitive information. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Even if you have not been told to make it public, you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, also ethically, uh, I'd like to think as much as you say it's it's not ethical. Uh, a lot of people who release books or information on certain people, uh, uh, regardless of their jobs, regardless of their jobs, whether it's somebody's lawyer, it's somebody's doctor, it's somebody, you know, everybody is a. A confidentiality thing and it becomes unethical but i think some people then take the risk because they see as a, an opportunity of benefiting more even if you took me to court uh, releasing this i'll be able to pay all the the jews in whatever something i'm going to get more benefit than i'm going to get if i keep quiet about it yeah, no, I understand that. But listen, a lot of people that have an interaction with Oliver Mtokuzi say he's really not that nice of a person. I was in Maputo recently, mm. and then I bumped into someone saying, oh, I have... Oliver Mtokuzi was here for the standard um, jazz festival. And then we asked to take pictures with him. I was like, no, 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 I don't want, I'm busy. But then, I don't know, but this is not. This is just one of the many stories that I've heard Pe- around him. So People abuse, um, people abuse uh, celebrities because okay. they have a life. Mm-hmm. If um if a celebrity is out shopping with his family or is just working and you just I, I remember um was it Selo 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 Nube Selo Mark Yes, he was yes. being interviewed on uh, Anderle's show. Mm-hmm. He said, "If I'm at the mall, I'm not working mm-hmm. because taking selfies with you is part of my work." Mm-hmm. So if I'm so if but, I'm, uh, Dave Chappelle was talking about that <laughs> Dave Chappelle at a Chappelle show. And his company's tagline was "I'm rich, bitch." You know that was his company tagline. <laughs> and then uh, people would come up to him, and he's at Disneyland with his children. Come up to his, "I'm rich, bitch," <laughs> with his no, children. No, don't do that. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the life you have chosen, though. You need to always show a face. You always need to embrace these people. But but you but don't then... you don't approach a doctor at the mall and say. Ah, I've got a high temperature. Can you feel my head? Yeah. <laughs> no, I understand yeah, yeah. Yes, because at the, at the end of the day, you remain an individual. You've got your likes, your dislikes. Despite being in the public eye, you mean you personally don't like people. Ah. Mm-hmm. But, but I've got, I've got to work with people. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to work with people, but I'm the kind of person who would cross the road just mm-hmm. to avoid people. Really? But then I have to work with them. Maybe you should start buying a car or a <laughs> <laughs> or a bike. You see, but that means in I'm not necessarily being rude, but I just don't like crowds around me. As long as it's got nothing to do with my work, I've worked, I'm done, and that's it. So would you say Mutamba's book is just sour grapes, and all these people that we, we used to be employed by all of them too are just sour also? Wow, they. It's 50-50. There's some element of truth in every story. But when someone starts saying bad things about someone when they have left, mm. I'm, I'm a kind of person who wants to hear both sides of the story before I... Because if you hear one side of a story, you mm-hmm. might dismiss dismiss someone as the devil yes, himself. Yes. So when someone has left um, the employee of someone, usually it's wise not to listen to... 
okay. Yes. Unless and also in agreement with that, if something's wrong, say it the time it occurs. Yes. yes. You know, something like that. I think people just need to stand for what they believe to be right. Maybe the only thing that we can say can be said in retrospect is maybe sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because if someone is being sexually abused, usually they they are not at liberty really to because of patriarchy and, and a lot of other right, things. Yeah. But if if you're not being paid well, I, I, I don't think talk about it. Like, talk, talk, talk I, about approach it. the person. Yeah, but then you get fired. Then, but but actually, we know that Oliver Bdoos is pays the most in the industry. Oh, he does. Yes. So job pays and pays the most with all those flashy tight clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big fan. I'm sorry. Anyway, and also, um, there was a time when Oliver Mtugudz was changing his sound, mm. and he had to let go of some people because his sound was was changing. But they were not evolving. He, he was becoming more jazzy, introducing the saxophone and everything. So they were not part of, mm. and he had to let go of some people. Obviously, they'll be bitter. So, so maybe we need to have a sit down with Oliver Mtugudz and all his people that just left him and ask. But there are people like uh, is it Eno- Enoch uh-huh. um, who, who worked with Oliver some 20 years back? Uh-huh. Whenever Oliver needs that vibe, that guy always comes, comes back. back. So, so if Oliver was that bad a boss, why this, would he come back? These veterans wouldn't come back uh-huh. for, for special uh-huh. shows. Same matter, is always coming back. So. Really? So maybe we, what I would say to these guys is just don't burn your bridges because you never know when you want to go back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you're, what do you say? <laughs> when the hell that butters your bread is no more functional. <laughs> yeah. Okay, moving right along with the internet, congratulations to two Zimbabwean designers that showcased at the 18th annual Vodacom Mozambique Fashion Week, Mkanyeze Tumadunga of Ganu and Ishmael Takata of Zaguja. They were showcasing in Mozambique and they did an amazing job. So bravo to them. And still in entertainment, according to an article in the Herald, the controversial Zimbabwe Hip Hop Awards have, qu- have come and gone. As usual, the awards left many people with a tangy aftertaste. Controversial singer Mudiwa, who had a rather quiet and lukewarm year walked away with four awards and the usual not humble Mudiwa even was surprised himself (laughs) (laughs) can we please not talk about those awards why should we not talk about them well I was sitting there and wondering like do I have to be here (laughs) and I have to I have to remember oh I'm working (laughs) you know uh, I've never attended those awards ever since their inception how and long have they been happening, actually? This is the seventh edition. Seventh really? edition. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> okay. And then on the seventh edition, a friend of mine who was nominated, Rizla, Napoth Rizla, uh-huh. says, I've got a plus one ticket. Let's go. Uh-huh. I was sitting at home watching a horror by myself, and so I was really scared. He said, no, let by me yourself. go out. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I actually regret. I was better off with the horror. Mm-hmm. The, the the awards were worse horror. Are you kidding? Ah, it was. But it's been seven years, so seven marks the the what? The that doesn't mean anything. Zimbabwe is at thirty-seven yeah. years. What does that mark? Thirty-seven. Seven <laughs> is seven. That thirty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember Chipo writing on was it on Facebook? Uh-huh. Yeah. Saying um the those awards made uh, Namas look like um, MTV awards, uh-huh. and they made the Ulawe as awards look like. The Oscars. Oscars. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so, so that shows you because the Nama Awards are not so. So, if the Nama Awards looked like the MTV Awards in comparison to those ooh, awards, that's, ooh. That's, 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 that's I mean, <laughs> this is an event where people were just 
standing outside, milling around, talking to each other instead of being on the inside. So it wasn't Ndiwa was being called. He come from outside. Oh, really? When his name is called up, he come from outside, not from <sighs> anywhere within the 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 the, the, the sitting arrangement, whatever. Oh, wow. Oh. Mm. Kulova 7. Mm. Yes, uh, he told me that he was actually not Kulova in Kulova 7 did not receive his own award. Well, after that, I saw him and he was like, I didn't even think I was going to win. So I went out and have a, went for a drink. Mm-hmm. And then I only came back to perform. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's just how bad it was. And, and the Kulova 7 award is controversial. I like to <laughs> throw in a controversial <laughs> theory here. So what happened is uh, he won... The award for best hip hop verse. Yes, mm-hmm. he was nominated with Junior Brown and a lot of other guys. Yes, and if people really know Junior Brown, even the guys that I was sitting with were saying, "No, the very verse that was nominated at Kudva Seven is not all that." Mm-hmm. Right. So you've got Junior Brown, Tech Five, and Ten Diamond on stage presenting an award for which Junior Brown is nominated in. But how does that work? Wow. Along with Kuluva 7. So this is my theory. is They were standing there. Once the nominations ran, I was one of the people shouting, if a person on stage wins this award, we are beating, up, we are beating you guys up. Because hmm. Junior Brown is right there on stage. and spirit, That's it? what people were shouting. If Junior Brown wins this award... We are starting. But why right. was Junior Brown on stage giving an I mean, uh, giving an award in the same category was nominated? That's in. just how disorganized the awards were. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm, so we we're actually going to talk about awards just <laughs> after this, and let's not get it. Let's not exhaust all the information. Well, so, just one more thing though. <laughs> so how did, did you, you how did you feel about the smoke machine? Ish, ish. There was a smoke machine. I, I, I was asking the guys who were filming, what were you filming with all that smoke? <laughs> Like you couldn't see anything. People have come on stage to perform. You turn on a smoke machine. It's all smoke. People are performing. We can't see anything. <laughs> Maybe they were like, they were smoking. So let's get smoking soon after this. No, actually. but then it's like I, I I couldn't even see. I was supposed to be lighting, lighting that stage. Yes. And I'm like, okay, are my eyes that bad? You should have fog lights. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. We're still in studio with Mkini Nyone and Chipo Mawarid and also Tsuare Lumtobe. He's very vocal and he's always in studio every single Friday. Yeah, I'm not t- going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> we need to do a cool. <laughs> yes, yes. Target the criminals around you. Around you. So if you're on, on, your, on social media platforms, make sure you engage in the conversation by making use of the hashtag GTWE vibe and also tweet us at GilmoreTWE and at CliffCentral.com. So... Together with Mkwini and Chipo, we're going to talk about award ceremonies in Zimbabwe. We touched a little bit about that just before, and we said we should have fog lights next time you do an awarding ceremony <laughs> with I'll so remember. much smoke. <laughs> but what are your perspectives uh, on all these awards that are just cropping up? You know, we do have the Zim Hip Hop Awards, we have the Zimbabwe Music Awards, we have the National Arts Merit Awards, we've got the Intumbane Merit Awards, we've got the Sky's Metro FM Awards, the uh, Star FM Music Awards. Bulawe Arts Awards, there's so many awards just popping up. It's like popcorns all the time. Like it's a baby home. Oh, crickets. <laughs> <laughs> Your perspective, Mkwini. 
we, we certainly have too many hours. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's that's a key. Well, obvious. I mean, the list is just. Like we, 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 we obviously have too many hours. Um, but maybe the question we should be asking ourselves is: um, at the at the awards, um, rewarding or awarding excellence? Mm-hmm. Because I, I believe that that's what awards should do: award excellence. Um, but as, but as an artist, do you need someone, do you need a shiny thing to verify or to sort of like, uh, I don't know, like put a stamp on your work? I, I, I think awards are, are multi-layered. Um, in a country like Zimbabwe, from a social point of view, mm-hmm. I need an award. Mm-hmm. When I won an award this year in June, mm-hmm. my family we have never really believed, um, except except my wife. Of course, my wife has always believed in my art. But my ex- never have married you if she was not believing. But my extended family, uh-huh. my extended family, never really believed. Ah, it was something. But when I won that award, they now believe in my art. So from a social and family, at a social and family mm-hmm. level, mm-hmm. awards are necessary. But at a creative and commercial level, yeah. yeah. I don't believe uh, they really work out, especially in Zim. Mm-hmm. It, it, it really doesn't add uh, much commercial or creative value to. Yeah, because you mentioned about the society. So then, the, my question would be: uh, Do you need an award to prove yourself to the society that you live in that I'm actually doing something, or it's always about self achievement or self gratification? Ah, self achievement. Oh, that's. That's too theoretical. That's that's too, that's, u- theoretical. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's too utopian, really. You utopian. need you, you 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 need the approval of your of your family and uh, in the society and the society as, as a whole. The thing is, for me, the reason why I have problem first and foremost, I'm not an award person. Sure, uh, you have never attended as besides as in, the horrible one. As an individual, I, I, I don't, especially for a setting like Zimbabwe, even world over. I understand awards even the world over are political. I remember some years back when DJ School won Song of the Year award after winning a lot of other uh, awards. He won Song of the Year awards with mm-hmm. that Remember When It Rained. Mm-hmm. He got on stage after winning about five other awards and said, I feel like I'm the only person who won an award tonight mm-hmm. because I won this award. Because this is the only award in all these awards that is actually voted for by the people who listen to music. Right. It's not decided in an office. And I won this particular award, mm-hmm. which means people loved his song and voted for it. Every other thing is decided in an effort. Go to MTV Awards. Eminem wins a lot of MTV Awards yes. because he's signed to Aftermath. Aftermath is signed to Interscope. Interscope owns MTV. So you mm-hmm. get the politics going on, the business going on. The world over, it's not only a Zimbabwean thing. And when you come down to Zimbabwe now, the problem then comes in when I think all these awards are political. In the sense that people are given awards, not always because they have earned them. I don't want to say deserve because I don't believe anyone deserves anything. But you work, you earn. Most of it is just filling in... uh, political gaps and stuff like that. But personally, I think awards are just a business. For example, you were doing the Zim, Chipo, you were doing the Zim Hip Hop Awards and Mudiwa walked away with four awards. I I don't even... Well, I know one song or so, but there's other hip hop artists that have so many songs. You were behind the scenes and you would have so much input in that. I don't even know who Mudiwa is. (laughs) 
like honestly, the only time I've heard about Mudiwa this year was doing something with Magaya or but nothing really and then he wins best gospel hip hop uh-huh. something uh, else hip hop hustler I-, I won't even talk about best dressed i mean um let's leave that one <laughs> i don't follow but then the the i feel like awards you know in zimbabwe we all have always have this in thing uh-huh. remember the time when cricket was on the hype Mm-hmm. And you'd have kids on the streets playing cricket yeah, and yeah. even the the schools our B schools having cricket pitches and all that that's the thing with our pitches awards. or pitches Okay I was saying uh, I don't follow um, hip hop much especially yeah. zim hip hop mm-hmm. um but I know there's a guy Actually, wait, but there's an entire awarding ceremony for Zim Hip Hop and you don't follow it, so... No, it's not just, it's not my kind of genre. Okay, alright. I listen to other kinds of music. That's fine. Maybe it's because Zim Hip Hop is not as deep as what I was brought up on. Okay. okay. So, yeah. So, but I know there's a guy called Takura. Yes, I was expecting... So, so, I was expecting, yes, I don't know much of his music, Mm -hmm. but... To me, who is not a hip hop follower, I've heard that there's Takura. So I was mm. expecting him to at least be nominated, yeah. win something, but there was silence. So I was thinking, okay, these awards. Which is what I'm saying, <laughs> where I, I say the awards are, are, are political. You mentioned them being a business. A business for who? For Beefy, the guy who's, who's creating them, uh, spending sponsors' money. Or for the artist who won, because I don't think Can there's I? anything for the artist who won. Yeah, I've only yeah. heard of one awarding ceremony where there was actually a a a, a prize for 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 on certain categories. Mm-hmm. I remember Maskiri won a cell phone at at the point mm-hmm. at the time, and the only I remember when Cynic won a host of awards for his uh, Sin City album, mm-hmm. which is a great album by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were, if I remember correctly, there were no prices that came with awards. The only time that uh, a price kicked, some businessmen got up and said, because Sinek had his mother there, so each time he went to stage, he was with his mother. Mm. And some businessmen removed $100 and was like, best mother of the year. Oh, created an award uh, right there and then. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. oh, but I, I don't know any of these awards to come with money and if they do come with money it's not anywhere close to us calling it's, it a business no but i think it's a business for the founders of the awards because for example i'm looking at it from a different angle giving mudiwa awards will possibly um create some more networks for you in getting more sponsorship next year because mudiwa is endorsed by Stuart bank by all these banks and all these people mm-hmm. so yeah. giving an award to mudiwa will allow me as a founder of the awarding ceremony to get more sponsorship and recognition giving an award to uh whoever um calvin for example it will allow me to get attention from just the general people because he's going to make noise he's going to talk about it so at the end of it always business for the individuals in charge of the awards that's attention my for what i mean for example what business would these guys be doing they did this award in Lawai. Think of the cost of transporting everyone where to come here. Mm-hmm. 
you know, the awards were terrible because I like to think it cost them a lot to transport all those people and all the resource and get here and not know what they are doing mm-hmm. and mess that event up. I mean, the sound was terrible. <laughs> the, the the organization was terrible. Everything about it was terrible. The awards themselves are terrible. It's a record that has been sprayed with spray paint, gold. I can make that right now in my so backyard. Actual, the actual gold, gold. You know, it, it's different from the Lawyer Arts Awards where they actually got a gong mm. molded, mm-hmm. made. Yeah. They Someone designed that mm-hmm. and made that. Although I don't like the branding of the Lawyer Arts Awards, but that's another topic. Shame. You don't like anything, <laughs> I don't like you too. <laughs> but how credible are they if there are so many of them? Not so credible because I, I feel like it's now a matter of I want to do better awards than so and so. It's no longer really about recognizing talent because, well, if these people are really serious, we you have your we have five awards. Why don't if you were serious, why don't we all come together and award this person something that's really gonna go far? But then for them, it's like Gilmore saying, I, I did the best awards. I gave them this. And Pliny saying, I did the best awards. So at the end of the day, there's really isn't much. But how can we come together when we're actually failing to have a government of national unit? So <laughs> <laughs> how do we come together? <laughs> well, well, if we want a government, who wants the government of national unity anyway? So who wants to come together for awarding ceremonies? That's the same question. Uh, we want personally I would want that <laughs> or I, I would want I would want people admitting their weaknesses mm-hmm. and learning from other people okay Be- because well personally the article that I wrote I said after the 30th of June if you are holding an award ceremony or just a red carpet event you need to be serious okay what happened on the 30th of June well, yeah, as as was. Was. Okay, okay. You, you you need to be serious because there's a standard that has been set. It wasn't perfect, but then it left the city speechless. Mm. So if, if now you're going to come here with bad sound, people cannot even connect their sound oh. because the, the plugs yeah. tripped for like 30 minutes or so. Oh, And then when they got back on, half the speakers were functioning. The left half side wasn't that. functioning. It was just <laughs> the right side functioning. And, and then when they got all sides functioning, the volume is too loud. Mm-hmm. Like I, somebody didn't get like this is clipping red. People can't hear anything. So why don't you go and help? Because you're in a sound. Like How much are they paying me? Oh, I do this for a living. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like we're hitting too much on the Zim Hip Hop Awards. Yeah. Um, yeah. But let's talk about awards in general. I mean, what institutions validate them? Uh, I mean, to be credible. Do we have such in Zimbabwe? Shouldn't it be the National Arts Council of Zimbabwe, but they also, no, doing no. But they also have their own. They have their own awards, yeah. No, for, for me, this is my perspective. We don't need awards in Zimbabwe, not just yet. We have so much of our industry to put in place before we award. If anything, awards kill creativity; they kill artists because the people who are awarded mm. are not always, not always, the very people who are actually cropping this art up, doing the little that is there to create semblance of an industry mm-hmm. you know not all all the time look at i mean you look at a lot of these awards you wonder 
okay, how did this guy, like you're saying it, how did this guy get an award? Whether yeah. there's somebody else who's working very hard, whom you are aware of, whom you, whose quality you are aware of, whose creativity is unquestioned. Yeah. And yet they were nowhere close. You, you, you check. Mm-hmm. So we need, first and foremost, to set our industries in such a way that we are prepared to then award people. You know, yeah, yeah, I, I get that, but then in some ways, some people would argue saying that awards are there to motivate people. So, what happens because there's very little stuff motivating us in Zimbabwe. So, when someone wins an award or gets a recognition for their little work or little efforts, doesn't that like motivate them? Don't we need that? No, but um, we don't want to make people believe that they have arrived <laughs> because that, that's what awards really <laughs> make people believe that mm-hmm. I have arrived because there are people, there are. People who are calling themselves musicians, mm-hmm. but who are just taking demos mm-hmm. to radio stations, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then getting nominated for an award. Mm-hmm. So we need a proper, like what Twa is saying, we need a proper functional industry where musicians belong to a proper record level. Okay, mm-hmm. not just because you've got five dollars to pay a backyard uh, studio to record you, <laughs> then you and to pay and, the and, DJ and, to and, pay and, the music, and, and even if the musician is an independent musician. My, my, my point is we need to check every box on the checklist. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, we need to be able to do that. For example, uh, I think a lot of, we got to a point where any, if you, as long as you have a laptop and a microphone, you are a record producer, mm. you are a music producer. But with time, that also began to, people began to fall by the wayside because now you, you can tell now, okay, the real boys are now playing, or the real girls. <laughs> the real girls are now playing. You know uh, 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 that sort of thing. Now with awards, you've got that syndrome that is current people now. Okay, yeah, yeah. you know, so I organize my own arts awards because I'm pissed off if they were arts awards yeah. because they didn't recognize me. So I'm organizing my own arts awards <laughs> to recognize myself and my friends. So, so then that's you, basically the attitude yeah. that's there. Okay, so it means yeah. we have the wrong institutions again because I feel if the my institutions friend doesn't win right. an award. The okay. institutions in the sense that uh, Sky's Metro FM have a right, mm-hmm. I would say, to to hold awards. Okay. They are a radio station. I mean, they, 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 I like to believe because they are a radio station, they have a certain quality control. Them. So as a radio station, mm. you can host awards based on your traffic at the radio station. They've got records to say, this is the most played song because okay. right. this was right. the most right. requested song. Right. They've got a, a reference Data. Of some sort, yeah. you you yeah, check. So, yeah. But again, also maybe <coughs> the music that they play is their friends. So it still goes back to the same thing that I was starting awarding ceremony because I need to give him. He's my friend, and he's the one that I only allow to take pictures in a certain area that I have of influence. I think it goes back to the same thing. I, no, I get it. But my point being is, they're an institution with reference data. Mm-hmm. They can pull it out, like in the time between April and July, people requested. Cooksman's song more than they requested yeah. a Nobuntu song. Okay. They've got that data, so we're going to award this guy. Okay. You check. Uh, this song had more ratings, blah, blah, blah. They've got that data right. as an mm-hmm. institute, so they are credible. It's different from when I just get up, mm-hmm. walk out my door, go into town, and <laughs> announce an award ceremony. Okay, so you mentioned radio stations being credible to host awards, but who else should host awards, Chip, on your own? 
well, I believe people who have been there, people who've been seeing things, I, I, I really wouldn't like exactly the institutions, but people who have been there, who, who have exposure also, who have an appreciation, well, of course, it can't always be that objective. Yeah. But then people who, who we can also validate to say, they have contributed this much. They they have done this much as as themselves. Mm-hmm. Maybe they maybe they they can also validate other people. Okay, Queen, would you agree? Ours are tricky because we don't have um, mutual bystanders. Mm. Because what we would need for us to be objective is to have people who know enough about the industry, mm-hmm. but are also neutral enough. Oh yeah. So, yeah. so now for you to have <laughs> to arrive there, <laughs> to arrive there, where you have people who know enough about the industry, mm-hmm. but are neutral, because people who know enough about the industry are heavily involved in the mm-hmm. industry. Mm-hmm. So obviously they would want to influence. Mm-hmm. Who gets awards and who, who does not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I guess outside of um, radio stations, maybe if we had a government, a system mm-hmm. of governance that have got proper institutions, <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. because we don't have uh, a system of governance that has got proper institutions. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if the National Arts Council was functional, was properly <laughs> functional, maybe you would say such an institution would. Uh, but, uh, Which is where my point comes from. We still, if we had, uh, we we worked on our industries to function properly, there wouldn't be a question on who should okay. host awards. Many right, awards right, around right, the world right. are private. Mm-hmm. Awards, the Oscars, belong to somebody, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yet those people have a track record when it comes to film. Mm-hmm. Yes, and their existence, function, contribution. Uh, whatever to film mm. to the point that they are rich enough of film to be mm. able to say we'll host this award and recognize others. Okay, okay. Uh, Keynes Film Festival mm. has an awarding ceremony on its own. Keynes is one of the biggest platforms the world over of independent film. Mm. So if you make it at Keynes, mo- many people who win awards at Keynes the following year have a series on. On, on HBO, on Hulu, oh, nice. on these nice. huge platforms. That's probably. Because why? The, the, the big networks are also watching at Keynes. Mm-hmm. We're looking for new young talent. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and those. So, but you would find Keynes belongs to a couple of friends. Uh-huh. It's not a government or whatever. It's a couple of friends, but a couple of friends who've also proven themselves okay. in film. I, I believe Ro- <laughs> uh, Robert De Niro. Is one of the owners of 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 Kane. Okay, this is, oh, okay. You know something like so. You you can't question yeah, yeah. his yeah. his uh, his presence in modern film. So if he's going to say me and a couple of friends are giving awards, uh, you know it's credible. So then, would you sort of like recommend people that are very are doing an amazing job in whatever I mean industry they are in to actually start these awards? If Oliver Mdugudze came together and with the uh, you know with Busingube. Uh, and uh, with uh, Thomas Mafumo and they said we're giving music awards. I 
would follow that. Yes, yeah. would, that, that, would, would, that would be. I would so, that would make that. sense. Yeah. So that that could be the, the solution to Zimbabwe. You know, I would follow that because I know. Okay, these people have contributed. They have a track record. You know, they just now need to find a system that actually validates, okay, when we give this particular person, this is our system, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Okay, okay. But how important are words to the audience and also the practitioners in any particular field at all? How important are they? Hmm. <laughs> wow. Like, like Twai saying, from getting an award, someone should should get something from it. Should you get gain mileage? But then in Zimbabwe, it's like you win a nama or what, and the next year we don't even remember your name. Like the, the next two hours, the namas won't hire you for lighting next year, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 you, you know what? Um, I think we also need um, an educated. Um, we, we need educated consumers mm. for hours to work because. Um, let me give myself as an example. Someone will just call me and say, how much do you charge to do a photo shoot? Mm-hmm. I give them um, my charge. They say, thank you. Then they call the next number on their list. Mm-hmm. They're just going with price. Mm-hmm. So if I'm, sometimes if I manage to keep the person on the line long enough, mm-hmm. I ask them, have you looked at my work? Mm-hmm. Look at my work. Then, because money, it's, it's not about money. Look at my work, then we'll talk. But now, if we don't have an educated um, consumer who, who does not see value in, uh, in the quality of work, in the professionalism of how the work is delivered and things like that, mm-hmm. then ours will be useless, really. Because, mm-hmm. um, no, but, but now, in a, I agree with you. I'm with you. But then I'm saying also, we are not taking advantage of that. If people are putting money forward, then maybe we should be holding awards based on sales mm. ah. and then create a competitiveness in that arena. Get people to buy more. If it means Mkini charges a certain amount for photo shoot, but people will not pay for it. Mm. Then we figure out a way for Mkini to charge what people will pay for in such a way that they will pay for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, some artists educate people. Some artists are comfortable with the two, three clients that come through because they pay handsomely. Mm. Somebody's going low to, you know, meet the need, which kills them as an artist as well. Yeah. Because somebody is piling jobs mm. that they are even failing to maintain, mm-hmm. to keep up, you know. But then I'm sure a middle ground can be found in such a way that, you know what, to a certain extent, in not to a certain extent is very right in the sense let's educate our consumers yep. but also let's try and this way awarding based on sales mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. let's try and convince even more people and clients to pay mm-hmm. to pay somewhere where why they are paying and things like that so that way we are saying okay uh this year got 53 jobs kb got 51 jobs so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah, I've been, it's, it's really tricky when it comes to awards. Mm, mm, it is mm. definitely very tricky. But so what's the way forward then? Do we continue doing this? Do we kill the whole awarding uh, ceremonies? Because there's so many of them to even keep up with for such a small country as Zimbabwe. Um, what's the way forward for us? Let's, let's think one or two. Right. <clears throat> let's just. But who's going to control that now? Because we don't have institutions that, uh, 
that that sort of like validates this? I guess the good awards, like the Bulawayo Awards. Are you saying that because you're from Bulawayo? <laughs> no, no, really. The whole country knows that <laughs> the, the Bulawayo Awards are the best awards. The Bulawayo Awards, um, after after they happened, uh-huh. no one was asking who organized them because mm-hmm. they were so well done. Wow. Okay. So I guess the good ones will just stand out and. Okay. Yeah. No, but still, after the Bulawayo Arts Awards, you still got terrible awards coming up. <laughs> so they were never inspired. Were it's, never inspired. It's so somebody won. didn't think like uh, uh, Biffy, uh, the Zim Hip Hop Awards didn't think we're going to Bulawayo. He's not going to hire for those guys who organize who organize the Bulawayo Arts Awards mm. and get them to put this yeah, together for us. They thought yeah. they thought maybe something in the water. Mm. You know, yeah, yes. they, 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 they thought maybe if we if we drink flower your water, maybe they thought it's just a flower your thing. The magic is going to happen, but you then know. it it doesn't work that way. You it, have to yeah. put in some work, some serious yeah. work. Yeah, because right now you've got this Tumba Merit Awards coming up. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm, somebody should go and check them out. I know I won't, but somebody. I can't. I can. Uh, thank God I'm not. So I, I, I cannot put myself through that again. Through that torture, I yeah. can't. Yeah. So where are they happening exactly? I, I'm not sure. We know it's in Tumba. Probably in Tumba Community Hall. Yeah, Tumba was a very. You know, crucial place during oh, yeah. the ground, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, maybe in the spirit of that, <laughs> there's going to be violent in the hours, <laughs> you know. Yeah, maybe it's an important event that yeah, we, <laughs> maybe, 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 you know. Yeah. So, yeah, we should check it out. I think, you know, definitely we should check it out. But if you're listening at home, what do you think? Should we have awards to validate people's works? Should we actually have that shiny thing given to someone for the work that they're doing, or we should just not have them existing? Join the social media platforms on all social on actually join the social media platforms by using the hashtag GTWE Vibe and tweeting us at GilmoreTWE and at ClipCentral.com. Mkini and Chipo, we have to let you go. Okay. Unfortunately, or fortunately. Oh, that's sad. That's sad. <laughs> no, I thought you were gonna say it was as horrible as those hours that you were <laughs> No, 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 did, did, did. <laughs> nothing comes close. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it was fun actually. Yeah, yeah, so, fun. Yeah. Yeah. so if we'd like to get a hold of you, where can I get a hold of you? Um, across everything. on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. But you know, like white people say, all oh, black people look the same, and their their, their names sound the same. So oh, how do we what is spell? that good to do with? <laughs> I'm just trying to let him spell out his name. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, it's M G C I N I. Uh-huh. Nyoni is N Y O N I. Something in Nyoni. Yeah. If, 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 if people can spell Ahmedina Jan, they can spell Mkini. <laughs> no, they can't believe like, you. Me. Oh, how do I say your name, by the way? Mm-hmm. It sounds like Zenzele. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Chibo? Oh, uh, Facebook, um, Chaipo Mawarere. Oh, wow, Chaipo. C-H-Y-P-O-M-A-W-A-R-I-R-E. Instagram, Mawarere uh, Chaipo. Well, it's just the reverse of my Facebook name. Okay. Are you are you related to Ivan's Mawarere? I wish. Oh, you wish? <laughs> I, I really... I, I'm, I'm still hunting him down. He's, ah, well, you'll find him eventually. Maybe we'll find something to come back with, seeing that <laughs> our new government seem to be eradicating everything that is negative. Um, thank you so much for joining us. It's very exciting. 
It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. So again, we'll be back with more on MTV Sugar. That's five minutes with sugar. Welcome to MTV Sugar Down South. This is Zamo's story. Don't get it twisted. I may be the girl who got pregnant in high school, ne? But don't for a minute think that you have me figured out. I'm the girl every guy wants and every girl wishes she could be. Salah! Do you see Zamo's always on fleek and surrounded by nice things? To top it off, I am super hot. My dance moves are a killer and I have absolutely no trouble speaking my mind. Mamzo! Hello! Kanjani! Kanjani babes! Kenya Paige. You know, if you can come and work for me, we can make lots and lots of money. Matsabiti. Me. Work here. Yeah. I won't have time to have fun. Fun! You can have fun here! Huh. Look. This man look at you like you miss Africa. But having a kid is hard. Yeah, Spunky's dad contributes financially, but we haven't seen him since Spunky was born. I'm doing the best I can, but my mother thinks it's not enough. I need you to be with Spunky this weekend. Huh? Ma, it's the freshest turn up. I'm going to a funeral. Hamba na ma. Aibo. Children mustn't know death. Okay, so ma, what am I supposed to do? Ringanya kolangit. So you must look after him. What do you think life is? She was a teenage mother too, and trust me, she wasn't perfect either. You'd think she'd be more understanding. No man is going to decide my fate ever again. I'm a condom, I'm my best friend, and I treat men like the toys they are. But Leo, Leo was a breath of fresh air. Yeah, I wanted to jump his bones at first, but he soon put me in my place. Kenya, you're late. I've been struggling to find my way around this place. You learn. Or oh, I could show you around if you're nice to me. Zamo, you're a high school kid. Whatever you're thinking, it's not gonna work. Whatever. There's no fish in the sea. I think that it's cool that you are who you wanna be. We became really good friends and he was amazing with Spunky. Kind of like a dad. Right? Meanwhile, I carried on as usual, having fun and leaving my responsibilities to everyone else. One day, Leo lost it with me. Spunky's not our responsibility, he's yours. It's not like there's anything special you're doing. Oh, so neglecting your child is doing something special. Look, this kid needs a parent, and since his dad's not around, you're not doing a good job. Okay, okay, we have figure two minutes, just two minutes, and you're already telling me what my son needs and doesn't need. Because I spend more time with him than you. Yazin, I don't need you, ne? I thought I knew better. I could look after Spunky and keep up with my social life. Then the unthinkable happened. I only left him alone for a minute. Two at most. Leo. Leo, I'm scared. I need your help. Samo, we have to believe that we're going to find him. This eh? is my fault, Leo. Samo, it's not your fault. You know, I could do better at school. It's that I, I just decided not to apply myself. I could help my mom around the house. Instead of 
bitch him all the time. I just want my baby home. Yeah, I just want my child to come back. Please, you're, you're scaring me. Can you please calm down? You and I searched all night and I must have prayed to God a thousand times to please bring back my baby. I would do anything. I went to the taxi rank to meet my mother and tell her the terrible news. And then... My mother... And Spunky. Why were you not with him? Why were you not with Spunky? Where were you? I turned my back for one minute my and he was gone. You know that this is the one who brought him to me. She's the one found him wandering around outside the chillers. I'm sorry, Mom, sorry! He's a baby. Boy, did I learn my lesson after that. But my mom reminded me that I could still be me too. Hey, No turn up tonight. Nah, ma. It's just one party, you know. Let me give them some time to miss me. Cool, no spunk. No, ma. Like, really, it's cool. And besides, me and Spunky are having a great time. I need you, my baby. I want you to go. I know the pins down is a big one. I thought you wanted me to spend time with my son. I want you to go out with your friends and have fun. Coco's got this. What? Coco's got this. Hey, Coco, She's not so bad after all. I get it now. I am a mother, and Spunky will always be my top priority from now on. But... I am the queen of Zenzela dance floor and queen, I will stay. And I am here to slay. If you're a teenage mom, should you expect to behave like other teenagers your age? For you this week, thank you to Mkliniyone and Chipo Mawariri for joining me in studio. Obviously, talking about award ceremonies in Zimbabwe. You can be a part of the conversation by making use of the hashtag GTWE vibe and also tweeting me at GilmoreTWE and at CliffCentral.com. Until next week, same time, same place. Let's talk again. This is CliffCentral.com.